So, Danny, what began your journey to search for Orang Pendek? Why did you choose this animal to find? Okay, and uh, in the first time, you know, uh, I'm interested in the anthropology pro program, you know. So I going to look for indigenous people in Banco and near Sumatra. Uh, so uh, when I did interview with uh, the indigenous people there, I found that the uh, new interesting for me is like the unknown animal who live in the forest that have the good spirit, something like that. That starting in the 2005, maybe I forgot the, the year. So after that, I joined with the Alex Legal on the uh, National Geographic program to looking for the Oropendek in Sumatra. Uh, after I met with the uh, Sahar Dimos before, so Sahar take me with Alec uh, join with uh, his project uh, about the uh, orang pendek uh, surround in Gunung Tuju area basically. So after that, I met uh, with the I met with uh, Richard Freeman in two thousand and nine. I think yeah, two thousand and nine. So uh, I. I know, you know, uh, I know very much uh, by Richard about the descriptive. So Richard uh, Fremantle and Adam Davis at the time also talk uh, many things about the cryptozoological. So, so from that, I I feel I very interesting with uh, this program. Not going to anthropology program as, anymore. It's, it's like a, I mean, look for the uh, indigenous people in the forest something like that because my uh, you know. My, my basic background up in uh, uh, education is not uh, anthropology. So after that, I really interested with the uh, uh, cryptozoology, but I make a collaborate cryptozoology and anthropology when I did uh, research in the field. Yeah, I think that that's very interesting. I hear this story again and again with people, they have a little experience or they find out something about one of these creatures, Orang Pendek or Nessie or Bigfoot, whatever it is, and suddenly they can't stop searching for it. They are addicted. Do you feel that way? That you are addicted to this subject? Uh, I don't think so because, you know, when I said before, I collaborate cryptozoology and a folklore story and then anthropology uh, theory, you know, when I look for descriptive. It's like a, uh, in folklore, uh, many people talk uh, about the descriptive uh, is it's like a myth uh, uh, mythology animal something like that mm. so in cryptozoology I think um, have to make a proof this animal exists something yeah. like that so I make uh, collaborate with uh, this theory you know so uh, after so, I'm not uh, going to addict it and then not going to something like that, but I may collaborate with uh, this subject. But yes, of course, I would, uh, you know, I would like the uh, people say to me that I'm the cryptozoologist. So that's make me happy. But in my book, everything, my, uh, my research, I collaborate with the science. It's like the anthropology or like a uh, jungle survival, something like that. So I put on my book, you know. You know, that's, I mean, it's important, I think, always to have a work-life balance in this and to have um, a strong self-criticism about the thing that you're looking for because, of course, 
the same as here in the UK where we have Nessie and other creatures that could be, that have a folklore um, and mythological um, history but could also be real. I think it's, it's very... It's very important to stay um, objective and scientific, which I can see you are that kind of person. You have a scientific perspective, which is good. But I'm wondering, what do local people believe about the creature? Do they have, um, do they believe it's folklore, it's mythology, or do they think it's real? Well, you know, uh, many different descriptions about this creature from the local people, exactly. Uh, uh, one group uh, told about the this creature is just like the ghost, okay. And then uh, one, one another, and another one is uh, talk about this creature is like a, uh, you know, it's like the you know when uh, people do something bad in the past time, so uh. we get cursed and then going to forest, so uh, become animal something like that. Oh, okay. it's like yeah. a reincarnated as a as a cursed creature. It goes creature, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. But no, I think not many people talk about the orang pendek that uh, is the mythology a creature. Mm. Even folklore, if a folklore uh, told many uh, stories about the uh, orang pendek, is like I said before, he going uh, uh, do do something bad in the past time, so he going to the forest and then become uh, uh, to be animal something like that. Okay. But uh, yeah, but not many people talk uh, about it, you know. Okay, so most people really think this is a, an animal of some no, kind. Ghost. Oh no, ghost. always a ghost. Is it or like so? Tell me just about the the um the cultural makeup and ethnic makeup of Indonesia and especially the area where uh, Orang Pendek resides. Is it mostly Muslim or indigenous or Buddhist? Well, what's the makeup, and how does those how do those beliefs affect what people think? You know, maybe the Muslims think this is a jinn. Uh, local people think this is a ghost. Others, it's an animal. How do the different cultures in Indonesia view the animal? How do they see it? Okay, you know, uh, basically, this is not my my field plan so about ah. this because I I'm not a good in my religion as well, you know. Uh -huh. But as I know, as uh, as I know so far, uh, there is like a Muslim talk yeah. about the orang pendek is like a ghost and then like yeah. a jinn. Like so a we can we, we can't find uh, in the forest to look for uh, uh, this creature, you know. In other religion also uh, talk like that. But uh, when I did some expedition, you know, uh that's very interesting because so many witnesses come to me and then tell to me about the stories and then describe about this uh animal mm -hmm. uh, that's very interesting but you know you you, you want you uh, you have to know about one thing in that area description description this creature is almost same uh-huh okay so i no think, matter who know, the people are if it's muslim if it's buddhist if it's whatever other religion uh indigenous they always give the same description uh basically you know in my area uh almost muslim uh 100 okay 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 uh not my area exactly my, uh, the place of the rampedic site yeah i mean almost 100 muslim so uh, uh 
Yeah, you know, uh, the climb. I have seen the pending in description is extra, uh, extra, something like that, and the big, uh, tall, something like that. Always the same. So, I, I, I think, is this like the you know, uh, uh, I, I, I don't know what, what can I say. Maybe there, there's some the conspiration theories, you know, because maybe when people talk to to them and then, uh, okay, I copied this information mm. if. There is like the researcher come to uh, our area so we can explain and then we can describe about this uh, this creature. Even they never saw the orang pendek uh, by in person, you know. So I think something like that. Okay, so sometimes I think perhaps outside people coming in, speaking a different language, English or other languages, normally there's a, a universal local description that's used to describe the creature. Because, you know, the researcher Richard Freeman or Adam comes in and uh, starts asking questions. People say, oh, yeah, the orang pendek. Um, this is how I describe it to you, the English person, the American person, whoever it is. This is the description that we have, even though I never saw it. This is what I I think about the creature. How about stuff like um, uh, evidence of the creature? I've heard of people finding footprints, handprints, even... Uh, things that the creature eats. Have you seen anything like this? Evidence of the creature in its uh, tracks, uh, ex in its um, uh, scat, or maybe in the food that it eats? Well, uh, maybe Carmasal and Richie Freeman have told to you about our recent expedition in in, in 2002. Uh, a little, yes, I think. a little, yeah. A little bit, okay. So, uh, with... Uh, the guys with the, the, these guys I'm going to expedition before we heard very clearly about Doran Pendek uh, voices you know and Karmasal going to deep jungle for a uh, run Doran Pendek and then Doran Pendek go run away that's very interesting but uh, the Karmasal have seen Doran Pendek by in person but on the back not on the face ah uh, yes 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 to that and myself, before going expedition with uh, Karmasa and Richard Freeman and then uh, Jordi Jackson, uh, recent expedition, I going to the I was going to the first uh, location. I saw a ramp pendek by myself. Well, can you describe your sighting, please? Uh no. Uh, yes, I going to the forest. So when the time uh, the uh, raining was still uh, starting coming, you know. So I'm going to uh, my tent uh, to, you know, cover or something like that. But not a few minutes, I think, maybe five minutes. It's like the creature eat our, uh, rest our food in the, near the bank of a river. Mm. It's like very described, it's like the orang pendek because the monkey is never walk like that, I think, you, got, you know? Yeah, standing but, up. Yeah, standing up and then yeah. walking uh with uh, two legs and then walking upright wow. something like that but very fast going to the uh, sticky so so many something like that but our food is gone oh. yeah. <laughs> so it, it basically you saw what what color was the creature was it like a macaque color no is this like orange orange uh, orange four yeah orange, orange four. like an orangutan or lighter orange like yellow orange Yellow orange and yeah, yellow orange. I think. Yeah. yeah. Did you see the face? No. There's no. uh there's where I am. You know, I, okay. I can't see the face. And how tall do you think? Maybe 
three and a half feet, four feet. Do you, do you use feet or meters? In meters. How many meters? meters? I think about the one meter because you know after after I saw the creature has gone, I go run away to that location. I think she's not too far. I think about the five meter from my tent. Yes. So I go that and then I I make some issues like in one meters. Mm. And then the this creature quite big, uh, you know. But you know what? Uh, I I can I I I think I'm speechless because uh, when I said that, I keep standing on my tent. Mm. After uh, the creature is gone, I go to the the uh, sighting, you know. But yes, you know, Dixie God. I, a lot of people describe a feeling of shock when they say, even researchers like yourself, people who may have even seen tigers or other big animals up close and are not afraid, describe feeling almost shocked, like they uh, they couldn't move or they felt almost afterwards like a, not a trauma, but um, a fear or, um, you know, an upset. As you would feel as a child sometimes, you know, or having a strange experience. Yeah. Even adults like ourselves see something and say, I couldn't move, I was frozen, my camera was in my hand, I couldn't even lift it in front of me. Did you have a feeling like that or were you just amazed by what you saw? I think, yes, it's just like amazed because, you know, yeah. I never, uh, you know, uh, from the few years I, I was looking for a pandemic, I never saw in person, but that time I saw in person, wow. you know, in, in my, my head, in my mind before, I, I just make sure so this is our pandemic, yes or no, something like that. So I keep standing to look, uh, to look them, uh, to take you my food, you know. So after that, God, that's, I think, oh yes, this is our pandemic. So I go, I, I go run to, to, to this creature, but there is God. You know? Wow. And what food did it take? What type of food did it? steal from okay. you okay yeah before going to the forest you know uh, i'm going to in the morning so i buy some food in the restaurant in the outside uh, the forest it's like the dry fish mm. dry fish and then like a small fish i don't know in english what you can say the, the fish you know and then some rice something like that because mm. i think uh when uh, we, we arrive in the forest in the afternoon uh uh, we, we cannot going to cook because I think mm. maybe it's starting dark, you know. So I buy some food and then I bring to the, the forest after I think about the uh, five hours working or six hours working from the um, the road going to the uh, deep forest and all that. So I make a tent and then after that I'm going to the river and then uh, uh, get my, my lunch or my dinner something like that. So that raining coming. So we leave our food in the big stone and then we go to our tent. Mm. Not a few minutes, I think maybe two minutes or something like that. The pretty is coming. Okay. Coming and then eat our food and then going, uh, go run away again. Was the food salty, Dali? Was the fish and the rice salted? Do you think maybe it was attracted by the salt or was it the, the type of food? Uh, salt of uh, fish. Yeah. So do you think it could have been the fish that it wanted or the salty taste? Salty taste. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. You know, I, I've often wondered how to bring some of these creatures in. I've often considered maybe like the little salt things you get for deer over yeah. here and other salt treats would be a good idea to, to bring them in. 
So that's what I was curious about that. Um, you've been on several expeditions uh, for the creatures. I was speaking, interviewing a professor, Chivers. Do you know him? Um, or oh, Chivers, uh, a long while ago, who had a big team there for about you know, six or seven years. And he was very, um, he was a very scientific man. He was very skeptical about lots of things. But he said to me, I believe that my researchers have seen this animal and that it, it definitely exists, but they were unable to, to capture evidence of it. What technology do you believe we need to find around Pendic? Like if you were going out now to find it for sure and you knew where to go, what technology would you want people to give to you to, to make you successful? Well, you know, uh, first, of course, the trail cameras. That's the first one. And then, I, you know, I watched the movie in in the uh, uh, television or something like that. It's like, uh, you know, like some equipment when get some uh, harm body, maybe blood body or something like that. And then he can detection and then going up, something like that, you know. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You, you see what, uh, what I mean? Thermal, thermal images to, to detect heat. That's, yes. Yes. Yeah. Thermal Maybe cameras. We can, yes, we can, we can use that also. It's like, but cameras, I think, should not working there. Mm. Do you think they can see them or they can detect the um, um, the, the, the electric pulse or the, perhaps even the lights are visible to them? I always said, if you came into my house when I wasn't there, and you moved one book slightly in the shelf of books. I would come into my house and I would feel something was wrong. Something had moved somehow. Something was different. Maybe it's like this in the forest for the creatures that live there, especially intelligent creatures like Orang Pendic. If you put even a camouflage camera on a tree, mm. it's obvious to the animal who lives there. This is not part of the forest, right? Right. I believe but, that about the story. Yeah. 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 Um, now, there are other cryptid creatures in in Indonesia as well and in Sumatra. And um, I've heard that there's not only a little ape-like creature, but there's also a very large one. Do you know anything about that? Like a large you, hairy man? Uh, I think you already know about this uh, story, you know, because, you know, you know I was uh, working with uh, Cliff Barakman uh, yes. for a couple years you know do you know about cliff barakman right i know cliff you know yeah yeah uh, okay i'm sorry where are you from andy i'm i'm in i'm in london in the uk um but am i writing about bigfoot and uh different things we've i've met cliff we've spoken a few times we know each other i and i really i, I really like his work in this area as well so are yes. you are you originally from uh london or from you know this i am no, I'm from um, I'm from Wales. I don't know if you know where Wales is. It's a, the, a little Celtic corner of the British Isles on the west. So the Welsh people were the original inhabitants, the Britons, the original inhabitants okay. before the Anglo-Saxons. And we're now in a little corner in uh, in the west. They're called Wales. And below that, also part of England is Cornwall, another Brythonic area of, of Britain. But I'm from there. But I'm I live in London now. I live in England with, with everybody else. Yes, but I think from your accent, I think it's not from England. No, some people say that. Uh, English people okay. normally say it. Yeah, it's, there's a strange pronunciation. Uh, so 
uh, dad's family originally from Ireland, mum's family from England, uh, grew up in Wales. Just a mongrel, you know, a dog with no uh, no pedigree. <laughs> you know, just <laughs> okay, mix, okay. The mix of things. I'm sorry. British, British. I, I don't know. That's fine. I, 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 I don't mind at all. British, but from the the a collection of the British Isles smashed together. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's why the back voice to, is a bit strange. Okay, back to the Cliff Brockman. Yes, Cliff. Let's go. Okay, so yeah. Cliff uh, sent me expedition to uh, look for the appendix for a couple of years. Yes. You know, uh, exactly. Uh, I got some problem in the uh, my area, okay. Uh, because What's that? I think, uh, you know, when I did some interview, they asked some money. I think it's quite a lot of money. Oh, what happened? Sorry. When I go to uh, when I did interview. Oh yes. And the uh, witnesses asked me some money. Oh, they asked money from you. Okay. Well, okay, I mean, yeah. that's kind of normal though, right? I mean, people think that, look, uh, somebody's doing yes. something here. So I there must th be something for normal. me. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's normal, but I would like to change our, uh, uh, my theory. Okay. Yes. Because, you know, after a few years, when I give some money to witnesses, they mm. all offer, they have the same story and then yes. some describe, same describe. I mean, you know, that, that you know not different yeah. at all yeah. all the same uh well okay i saw around in that area and then i can show you the place i said you, you give me some money about maybe some dollars something like that because you are in the yeah. big project yes people know okay. yeah it happens all the time and of course you can't trust the story anymore yes so uh yeah. after that i contact to cliff Bergman. cliff i would like to change our location because mm. this situation is not good for research because uh, many people ask some money and then describe uh, about this creature always same almost same at it all not nothing different yeah. so we have to change our location then maybe we can look for another one or something like that i talked yeah. to cliff uh, like that and then cliff said to me okay go ahead and then uh, do what you want for our research mm. okay so i'm going to west sumatra west sumatra not be, not very familiar about uh, cryptozoology okay so i go to uh, expedition at the west sumatra you know i it's like uh, i'm the you know it's like uh, i'm free man i had yes. no job in I, I talk to them like that i had no job in in cringy so I, I i i make a stress so i'm going to this forest just for camping okay. and then uh do something a stupid thing in the forest you know, okay like so you're like a man of leisure as far as they're concerned yes, you're curious yes, I mean. about the legends of the forest yeah so good, good technique after, i get it yeah after that mm. uh, uh you know a philly just told to me in this forest there is like the very very big monkey mm. it's half the tall about the two meters up wow seven two feet. meters up yes yeah. uh, so i think i i, I pretend it's like a, a very late with this creature to the uh, the the local people uh, at mm. the time then i give some question how, uh you know house look like uh, the footprint mm. and then he told to me it's very almost it's like a human wow okay okay, okay. so that uh i think uh, i i i sorry i talked to him 
can you take me to this forest? I would like to stay uh, maybe a couple nights in this forest, and then uh, you know, and then we we, we can go some uh, chilling in the forest, and then just sleeping, eating something like that because I I have no job uh, at all to develop like that, but I can pay you, but not much. Mm. Okay, so I pay about you know very half uh with the cost from the currency, but I use many people going to the forest, you know. Yeah. In the uh, first night, I uh, I was in the forest. It's just like the very very uh big voices, you know. It's just very loud uh, voices in the forest. It's like they're calling something, something like that, you know. Okay. Okay. So after that, there is like the uh there is uh you know uh throw up uh the stone to our roof because we stay in the. Uh, small house in the in, in the forest, you know. Mm. That's very very uh, disturbing at the night. Okay. Well, the, uh, what's happening in the night? How are they disturbing you? Uh, it's like they just uh, stone and then throw up to our house, uh -huh. boom, 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 something like that. You know. Okay. That's very loud. Mm. And then very, uh, I heard some uh, sound as well. That, I think says. This very different than before. Hmm. Okay, so in the morning, I tried to walk up uh, in, in the forest. I found a very big prince. It's like the uh, I think it's sixty centimeters. Okay, that's similar with the people talk in the out uh, in in the, in the village. It's same as like human. It's it's the very. It was different with the orang pendek because orang pendek, the footprint those uh, going right here. Yeah, right? yeah, it's got that that special toe that comes out, the virgin yeah. toe. Yeah, yeah. This creature, almost same like human, but very big. White, also really white. White, yes. Uh, white as well. Did you see anything? You know, clear for those guys with the Sasquatch. They always talk about the the. The mid tarsal ridge, the, the foldable ridge in the foot. Did you see anything like that, or was it just very flat? Just very flat. Very flat. Okay. Interesting. Very flat. So I make some plaster. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I make some plaster with, uh, you know, uh, plaster of Paris. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I make with that, and then I pick it up, and then going, uh, going back. And then I told to uh, villagers uh, with local people, do you know what this? And then they are very, very shocked when sold my footprint. Mm. It, it, because, you know, this was recent uh, sighting of this creature about uh, 20 years ago. Okay. This, uh, the footprint is same when, the, when, when he saw in the forest 20 years ago at that time. He, uh, you know, I was in the forest about the twin, uh, 20, uh, 2014. Mm. Maybe two, 20 years ago. It got to be like that. Wow. So that very big. That story from myself. So, uh, I just keep silent and then I say, oh, maybe this, uh, nothing or something like that. Because I don't want, they take uh, my, my footprint, right? Mm. So I go back with the. Uh, I think my successful to to take this footprint, you know. And 
I also have uh, going to another part of Bengkulu. I found the it's like the aquatic monkey. Aquatic monkey? Yes. I've never heard of this. Aquatic monkey. It's just like the monkey stay uh, uh you know live in the river. Okay, but this is a, a known species of monkey or something else. This is a, oh I see. So they 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 hunt and they feed in the river yeah. on roots and things like that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. So I visit that now and that make me it's just like the you know confused because mm. i i i got many information before go there mm. but when i visit the village nobody talk about aquatic monkey huh. that's funny that why didn't they mention that yeah i don't know unless it was so normal to them it doesn't really stand out it's like when something is every day why would you mention it maybe maybe you know uh, uh, I got some information about the aquatic monkey. There is uh, have a victim mm. when going to uh, swim in the river, and then aquatic monkey yeah. uh, take you to 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 very deep river in the down, something like that. Yeah, that's interesting. But not many people knows about the aquatic monkey in that area. That's very strange. Very strange, and they make me very very confused at the time. You know, sometimes though, perhaps it's to do with um interest and necessity and what applies to you i investigated in the north of england in cumbria a lake called windermere in this lake there's 20 sightings of something that's like nessie like a lake monster and yet they have a very um very good tourism there not about the lake monster about boating and having fun and going to the local town so it's of no value to the tourism so of no value to the people. And I did interviews on the street with local people. Have you heard of the Bonesi? Have you heard of the Bonesi? No, I've never heard this. What's this? A monster in a lake? No. And yet, there's 20 really strong verified sightings. There. Like, they didn't care. It meant nothing to their lives because it had no impact on them. But if you go to Loch Ness, have you heard of this? Of course I've heard of Nessie. This is why I have a hotel here or a shop. Or this is what pays my wage every single year, you know? Um, but no, they didn't know. Who knows? Maybe it's that. It's a strange reason. It's a strange thing. Uh, sometimes when you, you talk to people, they have no knowledge or no interest in what happens around them. I don't know why. That's very interesting, right? But in, in uh, Gunung Tuju, Surat and uh, uh, Gunung Tuju, almost uh, all people, villages, know about Orang Pendek. Mm. So, okay, uh, we back to the uh, Sumatran Bigfoot that I talked before, uh, yes. because that's very big, you know. After that, I'm going to another location as well to do some in interview to to local people as well. And then they call this uh, creature called Mawas. Uh, okay, I've, now this rings the bell, Orang Mawas. This is Orang the Mawas. creature. This this that is make the, me like confused. The Bigfoot size creature. Bigfoot size. In okay. the Mawas, stay in Johor, Malaysia. Okay. But why uh, many people from uh, West Sumatra talk about Mawas stay in the, you know, Pasaman forest? Huh. So it must be because there as well. Is, maybe. Must be there. Maybe something like that. I think, I think, I think the same. Uh, maybe, you know, 
I search in the Google. Uh, there is like Mawas also is like the orangutan. Mm, okay, but so it could be this the right creature. Okay. Yeah, but this creature very very big about the two meters up, and okay. the last witnesses I I I I interview it. This creature very very big and it also can climb the big tree, mm. and it's so very strong, and if this creature meets with the human he will take the human go to up the tree mm. and then put your nail one by one okay you understand yeah. what i mean take them off take them off ouch <laughs> all of your fingers finger, yeah and then let you stay in the in the tree and then the mamas is going to somewhere Hey, that that seems to be a very strange folklore. That string. Yeah, yes. they would remove your nails and just leave you stuck up the tree. Yes. Um, that's very interesting. Do you have this? Um, do you experience this phenomenon in Indonesia as well? I'll ask you about this. When you go to Nepal and you look at uh, other places where the yeti is, you find that the yeti has it's like a a, a one name to cover many animals, many big things. The yeti could be a big bear in some ways. The yeti, there's the yeti yet. And it's almost like the, the big creature. Do you find that the things like orang mawas, orang pendek, orang meaning man, of course, right? Um, do you find that this, this term can be used just to generally describe something you don't know what you're seeing? That's sort of man-like. Could it be for other creatures or even really indigenous wild peoples that you know nobody has seen before and you get scared by somebody in the forest and say ah oh, you know this is the orang mawas this is the appendix could could it be used like that or are these terms very very specific for the type of creature in indonesia uh that's very spe uh, specific uh, creature i think yeah, yeah. because uh they went in the way sumatra they call the sumatran bigfoot mm they call orang pendek is like a bigau okay bigau okay. is just like the small yeah small monkey is like the buffalo of the pig you know mm -hmm. because they believe in the folklore if there is pig in the forest there is orang pendek over there okay do they feed on them yes okay they're, so they're not vegetarians or they're omnivores meat and vegetables uh well like this uh the orang pendek is like the you know the owner of the pig oh i see okay oh he's, he's almost like the pig Buffalo. shepherd yeah okay he's the pig yes. shepherd yeah okay yeah. okay so this is something that happens in lots of wild band folklore around the world for example in uh in the basque country in the north of spain they have the basahoon which is like a wild man almost like the Almasti and, and other wild men. But he's also the protector of the sheep and the herds, you know, the pigs and the sheep and the goats and the cows. He's their protector. And it's strange mm. that you find that, again, in other places of the world, which what could be further away from from Spain than and Indonesia, right, to have a similar shepherd um, um, legend associated with this. Tell me something. Are there laws in Indonesia 
that would protect the orang pendic or even orang mamas if they were found. And there are laws that could protect their habitat and them from being hunted or you know taken for Chinese medicine and all these kind of things that, that go on and trophy hunters. No. So if we found them, we could endanger them. No. Do you know why? Why? Because the government doesn't care about this project. Uh-huh. Okay. They only know, you know, it's just like um, my heart is just very, very sad, you know, because um, when I did uh, this research, they don't support me everything. Okay. They don't give me some support. You know, I, I'm not asking so money. I just give it like, oh, okay, you put something like, okay, something like that. No, yeah. no not much. But like some equipment or no. a few facilities. No. But after that, after my book is published out, they told to me, your book is not good in data because you'll do some illegal data. That's funny. Illegal data? Yes. Like what? Because you, you don't have any permit to go to our office to give some permit or to let let, let us oh, know about your project. Okay. Like that. So you didn't you know get what? a permit to explore. That's what they're saying to you. Yeah. That's okay. That's too expensive if, if if I go to some permit, you know. But, you know, they don't care about the about the orang pendek. Mm. They, they think that the people looking for orang pendek is crazy. Mm. But why, if uh, we do some inter, uh, you know, we do some expedition, they're a little worried about us. Mm. Quite worried. Maybe they know uh, the uh, the forest condition in the in in that area. Maybe from the outside, the forest still. Oh yeah, this forest still good. But if we go the inside, mm. we see many farmers. Okay. Okay. So Maybe. you can basically see that the forest is not being treated well and the people running the authorities might think that you're going to expose that. <laughs> yeah, okay, I get it. I get it. Okay. This is the same old story. It's human nature. Huh? It's human nature. That's it, I mean. You know, so when you told about the critic, if if we found that they were panic mm. in the Mawas, there is like the protection, uh, some uh, rules of the letter, you say, mm. they say no. Because they don't believe, they just think about the big project and other, other animal. Mm. But they don't let us to do some research about orang pendek. Wow. If we have some funding, go to uh, research orang pendek, the officer also has some money for permit, Mm. And then for people who take us go to forest to protect us in the forest, mm -hmm. that's the reason we have to put uh, we we have we should to pay uh, to them. So essentially, if there's a big expedition going on and you do it the proper way, you go to the the permit office, you go to the government, you tell the scientific bodies in Indonesia what you're doing. Everybody essentially descends, and once they're cut of the the money, everybody's coming really for their payment. And once you've paid all the people, then you can go and find it. And then if you find it, Dali, then one of the people will take the finding from you and they'll be the discoverer. And yeah. Dali will have to run for his life, right? <laughs> 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 just, you know, just to avoid uh, <laughs> being a witness. 
you know, it's 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 a shame, and I, I I can't say I'm surprised. Things happen like this all over the world, uh, that people become corrupt and they they no longer seek uh, knowledge and adventure and the wonder if there is an Orang Pendic, if there is an Orang Mawas, or even the cryptic tiger that Carl Marshall and you and Richard possibly discovered. All of these things have ramifications. What about logging? What about what we're doing in the forest? You know, what will we have to change? What businesses do we have that will be affected by this area being protected, right? Whereas I think the tourism, you know, uh, careful tourism and wildlife tours that could come from such discovery would be much more money. And then tourists come and bring their money and explorers come and bring their money because there is legitimate business, there's legitimate habitats where you can carefully go and perhaps watch or stand at a distance and, and see things just in the same way as people have done in parts of Africa for, you know, to look at the lions or the elephants or safari, whatever's, you know, going on. That stuff is also worth money, you know, to those people at the top who might want to get something out of it, you know. So I say to them, no, help Dali find the Orang Pendic, because maybe it could be good for you too, you know. <laughs> no, yeah. I, don't, I don't think so. It just will work uh, properly, like you say before. No, I don't think like so. I say, <laughs> no, it's just not, never work. So, you know, I just uh, do some uh, something in my life. He says, like, I wrote some book and I published and they get some bullying from the uh, many side people, you know, mm. but it's okay. Something I, I just do that because I would like to promote the cryptozoology in Indonesia. Mm. Okay. Because, you know, uh, let me ask you, how many cryptids in England? Oh, well, actually, that's a strange thing you should say that because according to some people, there are lake monsters, there are wild men. There are strange dog creatures. There are perhaps some very small orang pendic like creatures. Five? But maybe more, maybe five or six. Some strange flying ones. I wrote a book about it called Beasts of Britain. Mm. And um, it was strange when I started to search. I found more and more and more and more stories. And I thought, and, and new sightings, not like from old times, okay. from medieval times. I got but it. But new sightings, I was shocked, shocked, shocked. In Indonesia, uh, yeah, there's many cryptid than okay. over the moon. Wow! So the Indo the Indonesia doesn't care about the cryptozoology, but we have so many cryptid in Indonesia. In Sumatra, we have the you know orang pendek of uh, of course, orang mawas, aquatic monkey, the tiger limp that uh, mm. we we saw before in Richards. Yeah. Also, we have uh, you know. Uh, anak rote in near still with Sumatra in with Sumatra Bigau, Chigau, and flying, any flying cryptids, any flying cryptid in Java, yeah. Orang Bati is that the one? Orang Bati, and uh, you know, many cryptids in Java as well, yeah. Wow, so wow. I think that Indonesia is the it's like the hometown, the cryptid, you know. Okay, so this is like cryptid central, cryptid yeah. central. But yeah. people don't care about cryptid, uh, you know, I'm sorry, people don't care about cryptozoology in Indonesia. That's Why? funny. Why do you think they, they don't care about it? Is it because of the 
perspective, their philosophy, or just yeah, people are just trying to live life. It's like purpose, uh, perspective, and yeah. also maybe cryptozoology is not too interesting. Uh, needs a lot of money to go to search and decrypt it, something like that. Also, the government is not promote this uh, subject knowledge. I call the crypto cryptozoology is knowledge mm. by myself because many uh, many knowledge can collaborate with uh, the cryptozoology. You know, yeah, it's absolutely. like the anthropology, also biology, also uh, you know, surf, jungle survival. Also, uh, you know, it's like the doctor study. We can see DNA, something like that. You know. Yeah, the anthropology we can search the culture and the mythology something like Absolutely. that. Absolutely, I mean, just to give, there could be a whole industry of um, a, a mythology, folklore, a wildlife, zoology, cryptozoology, tours all mixed together. You know, yeah, because it's a beautiful country. Uh, it was a beautiful. I know it's an archipelago, but the, the part that you're in, this is a beautiful island. You know, and um, it would be it would be a good way to just bring lots more people in. You know, to 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 find out about this stuff, and as soon as interest comes, that's always good for everybody. You know, if it's managed properly, it's good for everybody. It's a strange thing. I noticed at Loch Ness. I was there two times this year for an expedition and to film. Just this whole area, Scotland is very empty. There's five million people in Scotland. This is like a, you know a third the size of, of Britain, Scotland, and yet this whole area, which should be empty, is full of hotels and shops and little things. All these little Nessie toys with the face, you know, the little face and the the, the Scottish beret on with the tartan, and everybody's coming out of these shops with handfuls of you know merchandise and loving and looking on the boats and loving everything. Because they've kind of, they lent into it. Now they said, okay, this is going to be our thing. We'll make this our thing and make sure when people come, it's comfortable for them to be here and, you know, take them out. I think, not to diminish the rank pendek, but preservation can also be a tourist industry, you know? And, um, and so there's ways to, to, to sell preservation to the people who just want money. That's what I mean by that, you know? And I can sometimes benefit the creature itself. Who knows? Who knows? Now, just to finish the interview, I know we're close to the end, but Dali, what are your thoughts on the future of the Orang Pendek? And what do you think um, people can do if they want to find out more about it or, or find out more about you and, and help with your research? How can they get in touch with you? Okay, uh, first uh, for the Orang Pendek, maybe. I hope uh, many cryptozoology uh, learn about the around pendek. So don't do. Uh, I mean, just go to Kerinci and then go uh, look for around pendek, and then they have to, uh, you know, address the, the the right person, you know, because now after my uh, uh, and uh, after my book uh, published, mm. so many experts of around pendek in Indonesia. Mm, okay. That's good for me. That's good for me, exactly. Yeah. In in my deep heart, that's good for me because so many people know about Rompendek, maybe uh, read my book or maybe feel jealous to me because I wrote the book of Rompendek, something like that. But now many experts about Rompendek. But you have to see the footprint in the 
in his house. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that, that's the key. Okay. So if people want to keep in touch with me, just contact me by my Facebook, my Instagram, the letter because I wrote uh, about little bit about this creature. That's great, Delhi. It's been fantastic to anybody out there listening and watching. I'll put a link to Dali's Facebook, Instagram, and to his book in the description to this interview. And Dali Sandradi Putra, did I say it right? Yes, you're right. I, I did. did. I've been practicing all morning. Uh, it's um, It's been a real pleasure to get to know you and to pick your brain and find out all about Ryan Pendek. Thank you so much for coming on. Okay, you're welcome. Bye-bye.